Welcome to your most visionary life. On this weekly podcast, we have real, unscripted, in-person conversations with entrepreneurs about the truth of what it takes to run a business and find a career path that you love. My name is Kelsey Riddle, and I am the founder of Visionary Life and The Visionary Method. The intention behind all of our content is simple, and that's to help you live and lead your own most visionary life in your health, in your life, and in your business. As you begin to listen to the episodes, you'll discover one obvious and common thread, and that's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. But perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. This show will help you break through your limiting beliefs and to inspire you to live life on your own terms, to take more risks, to actually follow your heart, to set bigger goals, and to take tiny steps each day that will lead you towards your most visionary life. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Okay, so welcome back. And if this is your first time listening, this is not the normal format of the Visionary Life podcast. But today is the very final episode of season two. So being that it's the end of 2018, I thought this was a perfect time to wrap up season two. We've had such an incredible season and we will be back in January with season three. So welcome to the show and let's dive right in. So I'm feeling a little bit sad almost because another epic season of this podcast is coming to a close. We are almost at the one year mark of the Visionary Life podcast and I feel very proud of myself for consistently sharing an episode with you every single Sunday night and it hasn't always been easy and of course I've slipped up and there have been weeks that you know I didn't necessarily feel like I created the best content or that maybe I could have edited the show a little bit better but I hope that that shows you guys that if you want to create anything in life or get started on anything then just getting it done rather than getting it perfect is the best advice that I could ever give you right if I tried to make every podcast episode perfect for you I would have nothing to show because I do not have an editor. I do not have a team that works on this podcast. It's me. So it's not perfect. The sound quality is as good as I can get it without being in a recording studio. The editing is basic. I really try to keep it real, raw, conversational. The pauses and the gaps and sometimes you've heard the fan on in my home when I'm recording with a guest and there are just all these little things that if I was aiming for perfect I wouldn't have these episodes out and so I'm very proud to say that I have really taken this done is better than perfect to heart and I've always ensured that I just get the episode recorded and that I do my very, very best to be present during the interview, to ask the questions that I know you want to know as well when I'm with a guest, and to really hone in on having a truth-filled conversation. That's the best thing I can describe. And even when I sit down to record these solo episodes with you, Again, the goal is not for me to have a perfect script in front of me, reading off that like some other podcasters do, and uh, leaving no room for me to reflect and modify it. The truth is, I have tons of notes scribbled out for what I'm going to chat about today, but it's not scripted, (laughs) so anything could happen, and I think that's just really how I envisioned my show when I first began it is that I didn't want it to stress me out. So if someone had to spend four hours writing copy for this show, I I wouldn't feel like that was authentic. So instead, I'm here, I'm sitting down, 
reflecting on the past two seasons. And really, um, the point of this show is to highlight what's coming up, what I've been up to lately. I've kind of been in and out of hiding, I like to think of it as, because this year has been filled with a lot of changes uh, with my work and just with things like getting married and all the good stuff that comes along those major life moments. So let's start with a little bit of a season two recap. Season two was filled with the most incredible freaking guests. I love season one so much, but season two was filled with some of the top downloaded episodes ever in the history of the Visionary Life podcast. So I would love to highlight a few of these just super quickly because I don't think you need to re-listen to me recap all of our guests. But in case you do want to go back and listen to a few of these, then you'll want to tune in just over the next three minutes while I share some of the top downloaded episodes of season two. So number one, Sarah Monica. She is a wedding photographer for free-spirited and adventurous couples. If you've been thinking about going into business for yourself, uh, whether that's in photography or another business, you need to listen to this episode. Sarah has built a really large empire around her photography and she's really a master of her craft. And I'm so grateful that she did the engagement photos for Dave and I, and I'm just proud to call her a friend. And I think that everyone should go check her Instagram out because she has a special talent and is truly a visionary. Chris Crawford, I interviewed him. He's from Kick-Ass Media. And oh man, we jammed on personal development for like two hours. I showed up at his office. He has a great rags to riches story, building a massive media company that's worked with uh, businesses like Disney and Coca-Cola. And he is a force to be reckoned with. So check out that episode, Chris Crawford from Kick-Ass Media. I interviewed the lovely ladies behind the wellness blog, Well To Do, and they are masters of email marketing and building online community, and they post a yearly trend report, and I love that what they've created is almost strictly online, and they both have great marketing backgrounds, and I think that you'll love following their weekly newsletter, so head to Well To Do and sign up for it because they have great content, and you can listen to their entire journey of how they even met and why they decided to start this business together and how they're balancing that on top of their other full-time jobs. YouTube maven Nicole Gonsalves, she has over half a million followers or subscribers on YouTube. Like, holy wow, talk about building something from the ground up um, that centers around your passion. Nicole is a force to be reckoned with as well. She's got the Health Nut Shop. Health Nut Nutrition is her blog. She's coming out with YouTube videos three times a week. Incredible recipes. She's vlogging. She's truly a leader in this industry, and I'm so happy that I was able to sit down with her. I had a second Prince Edward County series where I interviewed four business owners in Prince Edward County. This is a place on planet Earth that is filled with magic and sparkles and all the good vibes. And I would encourage anyone who is visiting Canada to absolutely get yourself to Prince Edward County. Go have a weekend there and enjoy it because it's truly one of my favorite places on this planet. And I'm so grateful that the podcast has allowed me to go there multiple times. I also recorded a web or a website. I also recorded a podcast episode on how to keep your cool while planning a wedding. Uh, you guys liked this episode. I think it gave you a lot of insight whether you are planning your own wedding or not. And I really shared my journey about how I was able to keep the wedding to exactly what I envisioned it. And my motto was really, if it's going to stress me out, then it's not going to come into the wedding. Why would I want to be stressed on my wedding day? So it was the best weekend I could have ever imagined. And I share a little bit more of how I kept my cool in that episode. Um, And our past few guests, Cassie Day, personal trainer, founder of All Day Fit, Simple Kitchen founder, Aaron Barrich. We have Holy Veggie co-founder, Jonathan Bonnell, 
Brittany Hopkins from Anise Jewelry. Oh my goodness, these people, they light up my soul. And if you haven't listened to the episodes, you're going to absolutely love them. Please, if you haven't tuned into these episodes, give them a download. I'm really confident that you will enjoy every single one and even the other ones that I didn't have a chance to mention just now, but they are just incredible conversations and I'm so thankful to have a job where I get to record them for you. So if you've been along for the ride of the last six months of season two, where I'm simply connecting with people who inspire me and letting you be a fly on the wall in our conversation, I just want to say thank you. It has been such an incredible honor to be able to bring you these conversations. And really, I'm the lucky one that gets to travel around, record these, edit them, and bring them into your earphones or wherever you listen to the Visionary Life podcast. The entire intention behind this show is to inspire you to live and lead your own most visionary life. And one of the ways that I believe that we can do that is by being curious about how others are doing it. So I was not always a curious person, but a few years ago, uh, especially after moving to Toronto, I realized that in order to get to know people, in order to make new friends, you have to ask questions. Sounds obvious, right? But you have to be curious, asking people questions, digging into their journeys, how they got to where they are today. How did they land their dream job? How did they start working for that company that you've only ever thought, um, like, (laughs) I don't know, that you never thought possible to work there? How did people start these incredible retail stores? How did people launch an online business? How did you launch a podcast with a million downloads? Ask questions of people. And that's one thing that I've really taken as a craft over the last few years. And I've practiced and I've never been skilled in journalism or creative writing or anything of that sorts, but one muscle that I have really started to flex over the last few years is that curiosity muscle and genuinely being interested in how other people are doing what I want to do because if they can do it, so can I and so can you, but you can't be scared to ask questions because if you don't ask the questions, you're going to be isolated and you're going to try to do this alone. You're going to try to launch this business without support, without having a community of mentors around you, without having the answers to questions that you're going to spend months finding the answers to, that through a simple question, through not being afraid to ask, you could probably figure out the solution in a matter of minutes. So I want to encourage you when you're listening to this podcast Know that it is to your benefit to listen in on these conversations and then use the questions that I'm asking to the people I'm interviewing, use them in your own life, Um, steal them, write them down, use them as conversation starters, as ways to send off emails to people who you admire and who you have a couple questions about their business. And I think that the podcast has really, really helped me to start to perfect that skill a little bit of always having that next question ready because people love when you ask them about their journey. Most people love talking about themselves. And although I don't love talking about myself, um, if someone's able to prompt me with a lot of different questions, it makes it easy. It makes it effortless. It makes an instant connection happen. And I just love it. So circling back there, uh, this podcast is truly a great way to learn how to get to know people better and to learn how to foster deeper relationships with anybody in your life. Switching gears, I figured it was about time I did a little bit of a quick recap on what happened last year and um, the direction that my business headed and what happened personally and in my life and all that good stuff. So here's what went down at Visionary HQ. At the beginning of 2018, I chose a word and that word was emerge. So every year I choose one word that describes how I want to feel that year. In 2017, it was clarity. I wanted to get clear on what my long-term vision and plans were. In 2018, I chose the word emerge. 
And I will tell you 2019's word at the end of this episode because I just figured it out a couple weeks ago. So when I thought of the word emerge, it really meant honing in on my craft and stepping into that light and sharing and educating and being confident and a strong voice in my industry. And even though I was honestly still a little bit unclear on what my industry and what my work was, I knew that I wanted to emerge. I kept envisioning myself like stepping out onto a platform and just being known for something or Uh, feeling confident on that platform to speak about the topic that I wanted to emerge on. Again, it, it was a little bit unclear, but I knew that word was powerful and I knew that it would guide me throughout the year on anything that I did. I kept asking myself, is this gonna help me emerge into who I'm meant to be? And I'm happy to declare that it did. That word was powerful. It really did guide me. And I will share some specific examples. Um, But I also want to share the phrase that I chose in 2018. And that was to stop listening to the noise of the world and to start listening to my inner voice. That has been my desktop background on my computer for a whole year now. I've said this quote many times and you've probably heard it. But again, I want to read that to stop listening to the noise of the world and to start listening to my inner voice. So that meant tuning in and and not watching and yearning for other people's lives, not listening to the trajectory that I was meant to follow or supposed to follow because everyone else was doing it, not worrying about silly age limits when people say, oh, you have to have kids by 30 or you should have a mortgage by the time you're 28. And um, just, gosh, the list goes on. There's a lot of noise. And I instead choose to kind of just tune that out and follow the inner voice that says, you're happy, you're comfortable. Dave and I, we love the place we live in. We love the neighborhood. We love the city. Uh, We're both quite happy at our jobs. Um, I'm really feeling blessed that a lot of opportunity has come this year based on the fact that I've worked my butt off. But again, so I'm just tuning into that inner voice and saying, okay, does this work for me right now? Yes, go for it. Don't worry about the superficial materialistic things that other people tend to put a little too much weight on. Not that it's a bad thing, but in my mind, I wasn't wanting um, a certain lifestyle that followed milestones that society tends to make up for us. So just a quick little year recap, um, because obviously my business and my work has changed quite a bit in the past year. I started the the year, so January, uh, pretty heavy with my consulting business, so had a few clients, some of which I still am working with today, and I launched the year really hoping to begin building out my coaching business as well as consulting. So started to launch some things like that, but consulting, and when I say that, it means social media consulting, digital marketing, brand ambassador. Um, That's generally where I tend to spend a lot of my time. And I have some reoccurring month over month clients where they pay me on a monthly basis to take over their digital marketing strategy. Um, In January, I also was in Florida with my mom. So got to spend some time with my family, which was lovely. That led us into February. We had booked a two-week vacation to Switzerland and France. So for those of you who don't know, Dave and I used to live and work in Switzerland. So we wanted to go back and spend time in the mountains, knowing that it inspires us both. And it's kind of a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip to get back there for two whole weeks. We also went to the biggest and best ski resort in Europe, which was a dream come true. Like, you just can't deny how... Uh, lucky that is to be able to travel halfway across the world with a snowboard and to find the freshest, most fluffy snow on this planet. (laughs) So um, in that time, I was still running my consulting business, of course, and really starting to think of how I was going to scale up. That was a common theme. How am I going to scale this up? What's next? What's next? Um, In March, I went on another trip in between work and this was a work trip. It was for doTERRA, the essential oils company. 
that I worked with. And although I still have my business now, I did decide that that business needed to take a back burner. Um, at one point, Dave kind of looked at me and he said, well, you, I'm a nutritionist by trade. And he said, you know, you're a nutritionist and you're a holistic health coach and all this stuff. But is this what you see yourself doing long term? And this was in March, maybe early April. And I just had this download of well, no, I'm here to share how you can build your ideas into businesses and take action. And I want to help people build their business plan and inspire them to get their side hustles going and all that good stuff. And so that's when I knew I really needed someone to help me get clear on the future of my business because I had multiple income streams and I really wanted to hone in on this fact that I was very good at helping people get into action. So in April is when I really started to take on my first few clients in the coaching realm. I was already familiar with coaching because as a nutritionist, that's really what you do is coach people on their food. And so I started to build out my first business coaching package and had my first few clients based on people I had met through delivering workshops and I had done lots of different seminars on how to take action on your ideas and how to do goal setting and vision boarding. So it just felt like a natural shift. Um, in May, I really focused on the emergence of spring and I helped to run a women's cycling club. So cycling season tends to be a busy time, getting up early, spending a lot of time on the bike. I was really building up my coaching offerings and revamping my entire website, which took a lot of time. And there were days, to be honest, when I felt like I wasn't doing a lot of income generating activities. I was still making good money because I had consulting clients. But when it came to all this time I was spending to revamp my website and to um, just like d fix everything and have it reflect my new branding and to really hone in on visionary life and what it was evolving into, it took a lot from me that was unpaid work, right? I wasn't seeing the money come in necessarily. Um, in June and July is when things really started to emerge. So my word was finally coming to fruition. I hired an incredible business coach. She is based in the US. I found her online. It was kind of um, serendipitous, I will say. Uh, without getting into the whole story, I had met this guy previously. There were so many crazy things that happened in 2018. So as you know, I am always part of a co-working space. And back in February, I was part of a co-working space downtown Toronto, and it was called Love Child Social. And it was a nightclub in the evenings, but in the day, they turned it into a co-working space. So I was working out of a nightclub. And it was such a cool environment. They had big plants. It was all like California vibes, fun young people. And I met this guy and he got chatting with me one day and was asking what I was up to. And I told him and I said, you know, and I've run this group program. It was called Just the Essentials. I ran it last January. And it was a 30-day online holistic health coaching program. And he said, okay, how much do you charge for it? I told him. I said, I charge $37.99 for it or $47. And he kind of looked at me like I was crazy, like I had no head. And he said, are you serious? You offered 30 days of coaching for $40? You are seriously devaluing yourself. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, how is your engagement rate? And I said, well, it's pretty low. There's not a lot of people who are engaging with the content. And he said, well, yeah, you know why? Because it's a low ticket item. People, they're not committed. Anyway, so that was back in February. I kind of breezed over that. And he ended up plugging me into this incredible program. It's a $10,000 program, but um, I did have a little bit of a bypass through it. And it's called Clients on Demand. And I went through this program and it definitely changed my life and my business. And so if you're listening, you know who you are. Thank you. Um, and from that point on, I went through the program myself, but I also knew that I needed to work with someone one-on-one, -on -one. someone who could give their eyes to my business, someone who I could trust to help me break through to that next step. So I did a lot of the work on my own 
In between there, I also launched another website for Visionary Life Podcast, which I since shut down. I launched um, an online business academy, which I ended up turning into the Visionary Method. Um, But guys, there's been so many ups and downs over the year. So if you watch me now and you see there's tons of uh, hype around the Visionary Method and my clients, don't think that I didn't get there without a shit ton of mistakes, okay? So fast forward, where was I? June and July. So this is when I hired my business coach. And she changed my life. And if she's listening, she knows who she is. Um, Just an incredible human being who has a very successful online business. Found her by fluke. I'm very grateful. And um, that's when everything changed. I got into massive momentum, picking apart everything that I was good at and throwing it into the visionary method, which was born officially in October One of the first days that I got back from my honeymoon, and I'll get there in a moment, um, I came up with the visionary method, the naming and the branding of it, and everything stuck since then. So August was really focused on building the program, working with the coach. September, I got married, so things were really busy. I was working with some new coaching clients, my consulting clients, and planning the wedding of my dreams in Muskoka, and that's just a cottage country area of Canada. And that was hectic, but I loved it. I was like running through the chaos and the momentum. And my coach was like, do you need like a week before your wedding to just chill out? And I'm like, no, I I feel so aligned with the visionary method. I can't stop. I, I can't take a break from it. I was so invested in building it into a program that was gonna change lives, a program that I knew so many people needed, a program that was within a decent price range that was going to give you everything. I like to think of it as everything that took me five years to learn, I'm teaching you in 90 days. And honestly, it's just invaluable. And I call it holistic business coaching because I'm infusing how to build healthy lifestyle habits, how to be more productive, how to schedule your days, all these bonus things that are not technically business plan and marketing and sales strategy, but that are 100,000% essential in running a successful business. And so my background as a nutritionist and health coach has allowed me to also tie that into the visionary method, which is the group program and the one-on-one coaching package that I officially launched end of October, early November. So I went hard with email marketing. I went hard with this incredible five-day idea to income challenge that some of you may have participated in. And I went through the most insane launching strategy. In that time, I also was hired to become a teacher of the Business Fundamentals course at the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. So that required me to prep a lot of course notes, hours and hours and hours to teach students what the business fundamentals of launching a wellness-based business would be. So that all happened around the same time. Um, In that time period, it was also my grandparents' 65th wedding anniversary and all sorts of other fun stuff. I had gotten back from our honeymoon and things were wild. November was the most wild month. I've never been so sleep deprived as someone who loves her sleep, but I felt like things were going really well. And in some last ditch efforts to fill up the program, I'm happy to report that the first ever round of the Visionary Method um, is on right now, and it's going super well. I've taught this program in many iterations before, but this is the first time it's been branded as such, and I also offer it as a one-on-one coaching program. So the way I treat the students in the Visionary Method is exactly what I give my private clients. So whoo, <laughs> that leads us into December, where we are today. It is December 29th as I record this. And um, what's going on this month? Again, teaching more at CSNN, getting all the content through to my visionaries in this round of the Visionary Method, who I adore. They're all so, so wonderful uh, and really pouring into them and continuing my one-on-one coaching. So things are crazy. I have officially hired a Pinterest virtual assistant who's amazing, who's helping me to grow my Pinterest because I wasn't really finding the time for it. Um, and I am in the process of hiring an assistant for my business because there's just a lot of moving parts and honestly, I'm having trouble keeping up with everything. So it's time for some help. 
So that leads into today. So let me give you a brief update where I am today, what I'm doing, and uh, what's coming up for 2019. So I'm in Toronto still. We are living in the same spot, which we love. We love our little apartment here, and it's close to pretty much everything we need in Toronto. So that's where I'm recording from. Um, I am part of a wonderful co-working space in the West End right now, Um, but I did have a chance to go tour the new Staples Yes, that's the stationery store, the office store staples. Uh huh. They are revising one of their stores downtown Toronto to become kind of like a community space, a co working hub, um, an event space, and just an all around really freaking cool store. And so I ended up meeting the studio manager today after an improv workshop. That's a whole other story how I ended up there. Um, no, if you want to make me wildly uncomfortable, bring me to an improv workshop, (laughs) Uh, but it's probably good for me. And so I ended up meeting the studio manager by fluke afterwards of this new Staples co-working space. And we kind of got chatting and she's looking for some founding members right now. So I may soon be working out of there or potentially I've been touring some other co-working spaces downtown Toronto, but I feel like January will be a great time to just get a fresh start and find somewhere new to work out of. I switch up where I'm working every four to six months or so, so you've probably noticed that I've been part of every single co-working space in Toronto and I love it. It's a great way to meet people. Uh, What am I up to? So... It's Christmas break, and um, I did take some time off, good few days with the family to just be merry and jolly and to open presents and drink wine and eat sugar. But now I am back and really just I've hit the ground running. So I have some new clients that I'm working with, with online digital marketing, social media consulting. So that's been a huge process just to get anyone onboarded is always a lot of work. I've got a bunch of new private clients right now. So that's been filling my time. And I am also teaching at the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition again, starting in January. So just revising my curriculums and lesson plans and all that good stuff. Um, among a few other things. So I understand that I confuse people. I have a lot of income streams, a lot of jobs, a lot of passion projects, a lot of things on the go. All of them really tie into the overarching banner of consulting, teaching, coaching, content creation, maybe podcasting. (laughs) Um, but you know, they all require me to be pulled in a bit of a different direction. So one of my focuses for January and for the remainder of 2019 is really about batch working. And I completed Todd Herman's 90 day year program. And so I did plan out January, February and March exactly where I'll be, what I'll be doing each and every day. So yes, I have planned three months ahead. I know what days are devoted to what projects in hopes that I will lessen the amount of flip-flopping between different work, right? So the plan is to be more focused, to batch work, and to really find a bit more focus and consistency in the projects that I'm working on day over day rather than hour, hour over hour, if that makes sense. Um, So right now, my daily schedule is usually... About four hours spent on client work, um, about one to two hours of private client coaching, and another hour working to revise the visionary method. And sometimes on top of that, I'm either teaching a spin class or I'm teaching or I'm creating content for you guys. I do a lot of freebies, free downloads. Uh, Most recently, I created the goal setting workbook and vision boarding workbook, which I will link in the show notes if you want to grab those uh, to plan out your 2019. But yeah, that's generally how my days are looking these days. And of course, I'm taking breaks in there to get out with my dog, go for runs, Um, I'm biking all around the city, even though it's December and still trying to fit in normal life things. Although I feel like I've been a little less, uh, organized with my social life lately. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it, 
I'm not sure if a lot of other entrepreneurs struggle with this, but there's a part of me that wants to be so introverted these days because I have so many ideas and I have so many aspirations for 2019. And so for the past six months, I've found myself wanting to stay in and to live at my desk and to live on my laptop in a positive way, right? Because I know if I don't, things aren't going to move forward. I don't have a ton of help in this business. It's me. And until I can really grow and prove that this idea is working and that I can afford full-time help, then I'm the one hustling. And I love it. Like, there's nothing that makes me happier than knowing that I'm helping people to build out their dreams through the visionary method. So, through that, I'm, I'm teaching a lot. I'm teaching what I know. I'm teaching what I've experienced in many different uh, teaching styles. But I'm also being a student. So one area that I'm constantly focused on is how am I learning? So I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm always taking an online course. I've been part of some incredible online courses this year. Marie Forleo's The Copy Cure. Like I said, Clients on Demand. I'm going through Cat Howell's Facebook ads course right now. I am always, always, always learning. And this is something that I think I take for granted. And I assume that everyone is doing this. And it's okay if you're not because sometimes your brain needs a freaking rest. But I was at a kickboxing class the other day and I was really intrigued by the instructor. So I got chatting with her after and I was just asking her where she trained and what gym she um, teaches at and all that stuff because she was fit, she was badass, she had a great energy to her. And so we got chatting and uh, After she told me all about her life, she asked what I did and I told her and I told her the world of digital marketing is always changing. So it's a career that you have to be willing to be a student for the rest of your life because Facebook ads manager is always changing. Instagram is always changing. The way people want to receive marketing messaging is always changing. And so I said, like, I'm I've chosen a career that I'm a forever student. And she said, oh, wow, like you're one of the first people that I've been able to talk to this about because she said, I think some of the most successful people in life are forever students. And she said, in boxing and in kickboxing, we are never masters. We are always students. And she said, I just loved hearing you say that because how true that life can be so um, exciting if you're always learning something and never assuming that you're the master at anything. So... It gave me a lot to think about, and maybe that resonates with you, maybe it doesn't. I ask all my students when I first start working with them to reflect on where they're being a teacher in their life and where they're being a student, because I think it's important to be both all the time, right? Now, it would be easy to assume that all of my 2018 visions came true, but The truth is, when I look at my vision board, probably only about 30% of my visions came true. But wow, like when I think about how much I accomplished in 2018, 30% is freaking amazing. And if you could create a vision board tomorrow and 30% of it could come true in a year's time, well, hot friggin' damn, your life would be so incredible. So I would encourage you, get my free download, tap the link in the bio, or hit up my website, uh, or the best place to get all my free downloads is just facebook.com slash group slash visionary method. Join the group and you get all these free downloads. Like nothing's held back from you in there. So join the group. And so anyways, I would highly encourage you to reflect. Have you ever done a vision board? Do you want to do one for 2019? If so, get that free workbook and you will not regret it. But I I really realized that by accomplishing 30% of what I envisioned for my life and for my year, I am so obsessed with the potential of human beings and the potential that we have and the power of manifestation because I wrote a lot of these things down and I had no idea how or why they would come true. But as I started to break it down into actionable steps, things really started to come through for me. And I believe that if I wouldn't have written these things down, that things wouldn't have unfolded as they did. 
If you downloaded my vision boarding workbook, then you'll be familiar with the following headlines or pillars, I'll call them. But I'm going to run you through just a few of the ones that I had written down for 2018 that came true and then what I've added for 2019. So consider this my audio vision board. And again, if you downloaded the workbook, you know that I give you three styles. You can do an audio, a visual, or a text vision board. So in 2019, the words that I wanted to focus on were clarity, focus, resilience, decide, curiosity, and honesty. And I really feel that I embodied all of those, especially with resilience. I had some intense family stuff happen this year, and I felt like I was really able to endure and be resilient to what was going on and to fight through it. Um, When I say decide, I, I mean that I wanted to be a good decision maker and to decide to pivot when something didn't feel good and to run forward with something when I knew it was my path. And so those were the words that guided me. In 2019, I have chosen some words. So the one that I have chosen as my official word of 2019 is propel. So like I said, in 2017, it was clarity, 2018, emerge, 2019, propel. And it gets me so excited to think of that word. I am really excited to propel forward and to just amplify my message and to continue working on the visionary method. So the word propel by definition is to drive, push, or cause to move in a particular direction typically forward. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm pushing forward by propelling the visionary method with every bone in my body because I know it can help so many people. Um, Other words, like I said, amplify is one of my words. Ownership, so just owning my life. If I'm not happy with something, changing it. Uh, Plant, so plant seeds and eat more plants. I just like the word plant. And depth, I want to have more in-depth conversations. I want to have more depth to my relationships and my friendships, and that's really important to me. A couple quotes and phrases that I am looking to in 2019 for guidance. Number one, let the beauty of what you love be what you do. So let the beauty of what you love be what you do. Next, yesterday I was so clever, sorry, let me repeat that. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. I love that one so much. Next one, if you think you're enlightened, go home for the holidays and be with family. (laughs) This one's just timely because that just happened. So (laughs) basically reminding you to be humble. You are never perfect. You are never um a fully enlightened, conscious human being in whatever way you take that. Maybe you love your family. I do too. (laughs) But anyways, I I gave me a good laugh is what I'm saying. Okay, next up, travel and adventure. So we wanted to go places like Central America, to the mountains, travel more to the U.S. and through Canada. And I'm happy to report that we did all of that. And we also got to Europe this past year. In 2019, sounds weird to say, but I don't have any huge travel ambitions, maybe because we traveled so much the past few years and got to a lot of our dream destinations like Nicaragua and Peru, and uh, we did Belize, and I'm blanking on a couple other ones, Switzerland, France. We've been to a lot of great places, but... In 2019, I think I want to do a West Coast trip. Dave and I have really been planning out uh, heading to the West Coast, maybe to visit family and do some snowboarding, seeing the mountains once again. And I want to get back to Prince Edward County. I love it there. It makes me feel like my best self. So I want to get back there, maybe even um, consider one day having a little bit of a cottage or a home there. As for people who inspire me, man, this has evolved so much. I am obviously very inspired by some of the podcasts that I listen to right now. I have been following deeply a lot of couples in podcasting. So the Hollis group, Rachel Hollis and her husband, the Skinny Confidential, Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick, 
Lori Harder and Chris Harder. These are all people who inspire me, Rich Roll and Julie Pyatt. Um, and in the YouTube world, Sarah's Day and her boyfriend. Um, yeah, if you want to know any more about those people, you can just look them up. But those are people who I hope to follow in their footsteps with how incredible their businesses have been built out and what they offer to the world on a weekly basis. Uh, as for career and business, coaching and speaking were on that list for 2018. And I feel like I really stepped into both of those things. I did a lot of speaking engagements. Anytime I was asked to be part of a conference or a workshop, I said yes. Uh, with coaching, I really honed in on that craft and studied the art of coaching so that I can be the best coach to my students and my clients. Um, goals for 2019 include building the visionary method out, elevating the experience, whether that's online or offline. So no matter what um, experience people are coming for, I want it to be memorable and to be amazing and to be engaging and to be fun and unique. And above all, just something that they feel like they got every ounce of their money out of it and more. And I want people to feel supported too. Um, another goal is to be on more podcasts in 2019. I love podcast hosting. I also love speaking on podcasts. So I would hope with my own podcast too to get somewhere up to about 50,000 downloads in 2019 and to continue traveling around the world to interview visionary entrepreneurs. With respect to health and wellness, uh, one of my goals was to support community-supported agriculture and I'm happy to say that every week this year in 2018, we supported Mama Earth Organics and got a delivery of local vegetables and fruits. Um, and yeah, other than that, my goals for 2019 with respect to health and wellness are to really refine my nutrition strategy. I find that being a busy entrepreneur and not being home a lot, um, food sometimes is not the highest on the priority scale, but yet when I think about it, food is everything to me as a nutritionist and someone who needs to stay healthy to operate at my highest level. I really want to just make sure that I have time for a weekly grocery shop and meal prep. So having the veggies delivered to the door is amazing, but I also need to spend time crafting recipes and picking up things that I don't have to complete the recipes and then making them and being prepared. Um, other than that, Love, love, love boxing right now. So I want to continue boxing more often. And there are so many freaking badass fitness studios in Toronto. So I just love trying all these places out. I cannot even tell you how much I enjoy going to new fitness studios and getting my butt kicked. It's so awesome. If you're not doing that, go do it. Um, even if you live in a smaller city, there's got to be a studio that offers classes. As for mindset... I accomplished a lot of my mindset goals by listening to more podcasts, reading more books, practicing affirmations, and surrounding myself with positive people. So that is pretty cool. In addition to my word propel, I just kind of want to sum this up and say that the other word that I'm focusing in on for 2019, and I will ask myself around everything that I commit to in the coming 12 months is protect. I want to protect my time, my energy, my relationships, my health by saying no to more things and by protecting the energy that I have because our energy is limited, right? We don't get this unlimited bucket that we can just keep tapping into. And I feel that. I get burnt out. I get tired. And I don't want to spend time doing things that don't fill me up anymore. So protecting my energy is super, super important. So that is kind of it for my, I guess, goals and visions and update episode to round out season two. This is it, you guys. This is the end of season two. And I just want to share a couple upcoming events that I have going on. So if you've been interested in joining the Visionary Method, I want to let you know that there is going to be a live version in Toronto. I'm going to be teaching this, the exact same content, live in Toronto. If this is something you might be interested in joining, 
It'll be small class size. We're going to meet uh, either on Thursday nights or Sundays, depending on uh, space. We'll have healthy meals while we work through our business plans and our marketing plans and everything we need to get our businesses up and running. This is invaluable. It's so cool that I get to do it live with Toronto residents and I will also be running it online so if you're not in Toronto do not worry February 10th mark your calendars the visionary method starts up once again um other than that I've got a workshop at tribe fitness in Toronto on January 5th all about experiential goal setting so setting your goals in a really really effective fun awesome way we're gonna have so many good times at this workshop I will bring the workbooks and the snacks and you bring your biggest goals and dreams. And finally, if you've been thinking about private coaching with me, I do have a couple spots left for January and February start dates, but honestly, they're very minimal. I will take maximum of two more people because my schedule is quite packed already. So if you've been thinking about doing some private coaching, please message me ASAP so that I can slot you in for either a January or February start date if that is on your agenda. And I think that's it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please make sure that you share it with a friend, that you subscribe to the Visionary Life podcast, and that you reach out and let me know what you think. Uh, you can find more of me at KelseyRidal.com or at KelseyRidal on Instagram. Have the most visionary rest of your 2018. I believe so deeply in you. And I'm really excited for what this new year is going to bring. It's just the beautiful fresh start that January 1st tends to throw as an opportunity to all of us. So seize it, take it, let's get goal setting, let's get vision boarding, and I hope to see you in 2019. That's a wrap. Until next week, I hope you make tiny leaps in order to achieve your most visionary life. I'd love for you to join my insiders community. Just search Visionary Life on Facebook. We talk about our favorite books, our podcasts of the week, tools, tips, and tricks for making our lives easier as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. And really, it's just a place to have open and honest conversation. I love taking these podcast discussions offline. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I send a beautiful essential oil blend, the visionary blend, and a love note from me to anyone and everyone who leaves a rating and review. Just make sure you take a screenshot and send it to me with your shipping address. And if you think I'm joking, why not try it out?